All right, all right, all right. Another episode of Chainlink Sports. Really cool guest. I have Tyke Green. He's the co-founder of Momentum, and he co-founded that with Trevor Bauer, um, front runner for National League Cy Young Award. And I'm gonna say that unfortunately because you know I'm, I'm a Mets fan. I would like Degrom to win it, but he went back to back here, so we're gonna hand it off to somebody else. We can't you know take all the attention from everybody. But Tyke, thank you so much for hopping on. Big fan of your work. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, sure. So let's get right into it. So I want to know first, I guess, the origins of Momentum and I guess kind of how you and Trevor got connected and what kind of started this whole wave for uh, your company. Yeah. So let's see. We'll date it back to 2013. I was still playing baseball and I was training at a local facility called Driveline Baseball, which is based out of Kent, Washington. Yep. And uh, I think I was a junior in high school at the time, and Trevor Bauer was uh, the. I think he just finished his first year in Arizona. Had a very rough uh, time there, so he had uh, reached out to Kyle Bodie, the owner of Driveline, and uh, went out to see him. I didn't actually know Trevor that well. Uh, I know he's like some college phenom and all that type of stuff, but uh, seeing him in person, it's kind of like this scrawny like six two, six three guy. I was like, this guy, this is the guy that won Golden Spikes? Right, right. Dang. And I watched him throw, and I was like, oh, that makes total sense. I mean, this guy is dialed in. So uh, we kind of trained together, kind of kept in touch, not really. And then uh, fast forward a couple more years, I had started working at Driveline as a trainer. I think I was like the third employee there. And Trevor uh, decided to – uh, move out to Seattle in the off season and just train there full time. So uh, during those couple of years, um, basically three or four years, we became really good friends because uh, while I was being a trainer, I was, you know, f- finding more of a passion about video. So Trevor and I would stay up till, you know, one or two at the facility in the morning, just like filming pitches on the Edgertronic, which is a slow motion camera and analyzing the footage in my uh, editing timeline. And to help him visualize more on, how his pitches were like coming off his fingertips and all that, like the, you know, frame by frame, I would animate it and try to, you know, give him a better visual. And through that process is how I became a better storyteller and a better video editor was literally by analyzing this high speed film, which is pretty boring to most people. Um, But I found like a great enjoyment in seeing uh, Trevor, like look at it and be like, Oh, I get it now. Like that that's clicking for me. Right. So, uh, yeah, we basically became really good friends through that. Uh, we went on some trips together. He was kind of getting into content. He was like obviously drone flying and stuff. And, um, he was learning how to edit, uh, those drone flights or whatever. So we would kind of exchange like editing tips that we'd find on YouTube, you know, like the, all these like cool transitions and stuff like that. And, uh, we just, we went on a few trips. We went to Yellowstone together, filmed some cool content there. We went to Iceland. Uh, one off season, film some content there. And okay. then uh, 2018, I had went, uh, I had left driveline to go freelance full time. I really wanted to dedicate um, more of my time to videography and filmmaking. And it was March. Yeah, it was spring training of 2018. Uh, Trevor had gotten to, into some uh, controversy. Uh, like he, he tends to tends to do maybe not oh, yeah. as much more now but back then he was uh you know causing up some kind of storm uh, i think he said something and 
the media pulled the quote and it was like publicized all over the place and polarized. So the, the team got after him a little bit. Uh, he was in a bad mood. So I had went out there just to go see him since I didn't really have much else to do. And it was right at that time that he was like super frustrated. So he was like, Hey, do you want to go on a drive to Sedona in Arizona? It's like three or four hours away. It's really pretty. Uh, he wanted to drive his new car, which was a McLaren, super nice car. Um, and on that drive, we were just chatting in the car about random stuff. He's asking me how I'm doing. I'm asking how he's doing. He's talking about how the me- the media has this narrative on him that's been following him since he got drafted. And everything that he says kind of conforms to that narrative that was set in. Like in 2014 to 2015, he's a bad teammate. Um, tough to work with. Uh, he's all about himself. All these types right. of things. And he was kind of venting about how he has no way to defend that. The the media, for better or for worse, uh, at that point in time, kind of controls your narrative. You know, if a if there's like four or five media members that don't like you, they absolutely can you know yeah, they can change. Ch- they can change the opinions on millions of people. Yep. And Trevor has really no way of doing that besides, or players in general have no way of doing it by maybe doing like an Instagram story, like, oh, that's not true. But like, how much weight does that hold versus like eight articles written about you from eight different publications? That's going to be way more powerful than like an Instagram story saying, oh, I didn't say that like that. So on that, let's see, six hour car ride, a round trip, we kind of hatched the idea of, maybe we should create a platform for baseball players to be able to express themselves freely and take control of their own narrative. So it was kind of from then on, we had to kind of hatch the plan of momentum. Um, basically took the next like nine months. We took it seriously, but he was busy. I was busy, you know, with ideas like that, that are just so grandiose. Like it's kind of, there's just so much to do. You don't really know where to start. Right. So it's kind of a lot of, we need to do an LLC. We need to think of the logo. We need to think of the name and all these types of things. So we had put some time into it, but we were doing our other things and all that. And I think it was probably, probably in the fall when we had built a website, we had finalized the logos, we had found the name where things started to get pretty real. Uh, I was taking it a lot more serious. I'm like, Oh, this is like, I think this could be like something serious. You know, you talk about with your buddies some crazy ideas and you're like, oh yeah, we'll do it for sure. But all the time, all the time, right? Yeah, it doesn't really follow through. It's kind of like that in the beginning, honestly. But uh, once we started doing, you know, having the name on paper, bought the domain, things started to feel really real to me. So uh, I kind of had changed my perspective on, I mean, this is ultimately all the things that I want to do. You know, I want to humanize people. Um, baseball is a huge passion of mine and I love storytelling. And so c- combining that into one thing, I mean, it's kind of like a match made in heaven. There isn't like, if you asked me like five years ago what my perfect job was, um, this is probably it. It kind of hits on all the things that I want to do in my life right. and what my purpose is ultimately. So uh, probably come December, um, we had done a few film shoots to kind of prep for our launch. We had filmed a documentary with Mike Clevenger. Yep. We had gone to Puerto Rico with uh, Javi Baez and Jose Barrios to film a, a random bunch of things. Um, 
it was early in our filming day. So a lot of it was uh, not as much, not as streamlined as I would have liked. It's probably a good way to say it, but uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we filmed a few other pieces of content just for our launch. And we launched in January of 2019. And, um, you know, not to go too far into it, but it's kind of been just uh, a crazy, crazy year and a half, almost two years now of just nonstop content, trying to, you know, figure out our audience and trying to build out this, uh, this brand, this little brand that we have now into something that's uh, hopefully a, um, you know, a larger platform in the next few years. So it's been a, it's been a cool ride. It's been a really cool ride. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've, you know, kind of more this year, you know, I've been watching Trevor's, you know, vlog and all that stuff. And I think you guys have really taken off a lot this year in terms of like subscribers and the attention you guys have been getting. So absolutely. Your growth has been uh, fantastic, but now I kind of want to know is what's your ultimate goal for uh, momentum in terms of like the player side or even the fan side as well? Yeah. So, I mean, the goal has kind of been the same since day one. We just want to create better connections between the fan and players. Uh, ultimately, if a player is being real with say me or whoever's interviewing them on camera, that's ultimately going to create a better connection between the fan as opposed to a reporter sticks a mic in front of a person's face after they just give up, 10 runs in an inning and the guy's like, yeah, you know, it sucked. Uh, but you know, my team fought hard and then th that's it. Like right. nobody likes that. Literally it's a lose lose for everybody. But if we're able to interview a guy about um, say the Astro scandal, we interviewed Trevor about it and he was very, very authentic, very raw uh, on camera. And uh, obviously a lot of the stuff that didn't make the full video, um, that's for us to keep him. We're not going to, you know, post that because he doesn't want us to. Like, we sent him the video. He gets to see it. And I think that creates a better connection between the fans because that's him. That's You're literally getting that person at its near per, purest form versus this uh, um, whitewashed type of uh, answers. We're able to get real content. And the yeah. goal is always going to be um, – uh, our content is going to be real. We're going to show players the their true selves and their best in their best form, of course. But I want to show players, uh, want to show fans uh, that these players are humans. And uh, I think through that, having that emotional connection, I think will be a lot stronger than just liking a player because it's good. You have like another additive of I'm going to connect to him on like an emotional basis or like a some type of other attribute that ties me into that player. Right. And um, kind of like what you were saying about Trevor and being like his purest form, like anybody who's watched him speak on you know, his vlog or any one of his um, things that he does, he is very authentic and he doesn't really hold back, especially when it comes to MOB and the people running MOB. So that kind of transitions into the next question where, what do you think you guys can do in terms of uh, the game of baseball? Because there are a lot of restrictions for the players and uh, you know, like I said, Trevor doesn't hold back, you know, because a lot of it falls on him because he tries to do stuff for, you know, momentum and other things. And so what can you guys kind of do to kind of break certain stigmas and certain restrictions and kind of have people see like the different side of baseball? Because if you are a true baseball fan, you know, like yourself, you see like the beauty in the game and the excitement, but it's hard to see it because the way the game is marketed and all that stuff. So how do you guys kind of come into that? Yeah. So you're saying that how do we break like the kind of, culture aspect around like this kind of yeah, media yeah. type thing um don't get me wrong it's like the hardest problem to solve um 
we're at a disadvantage versus like football and basketball where they essentially get the idea of content is good. Um, I think the narrative right now is that um, because there's so much media, it's getting a little bit better now. Uh, there's been so much of media trying to get the gotcha quotes for their nice articles to tweet about yeah. uh, that nice little sentence that kind of is a clickbait. Um, a lot of players just don't see the point in talking. I'm making $50 million every two years. Like why on earth would I want to stick a camera in my face? I, I literally see no value in that. I, all I see is a lose. And that's just not the case. You know, players have a finite time in the spotlight and you know, the 1% of the 1%, you know, get to have enough money to live for a long time. And I think that's great, but there's, you know, a large majority of the league that uh, for better or for worse may not be there for, they may not have the 15 year career. They may have three years. They may have four years. They may have a year and then they get hurt and then they try to claw back, but they can't. And I just think players need to realize that they have this opportunity to capture an audience that is, you know, to millions of fans. I know it's smaller than basketball and football, but it's a lot of people that are watching baseball still. And to be able to uh, maximize your time in that spotlight by doing content, showing your personality, having fans attach themselves to your personality. And those fans become lifelong fans versus um, just for that year or two, year or two window. Um, And I think that narrative is going to change more. I think people are starting to see it more with Trevor they realize like what he's doing. Um, you know, the narrative on Trevor, it has changed quite a bit. Um, I think a lot more people are seeing him more as a, a thought leader and trying to change the game of baseball for the better. You know, you asked that, you asked what Trevor is like two or three years ago, and I would guarantee the answers are going to be way, way different. Yeah. Pompous asshole, um, cares about himself and only himself. Um, you know, like uh, doesn't like his teammates and I just don't think that's the narrative anymore. I could be wrong. I'm pretty biased, obviously, Yeah. but you know, uh, even just seeing like we have our, um, we have a PR firm that we work with and they pull the keywords that people search for on Google and it's changed pretty dramatically on what people search for uh, using Trevor's name. So I think a lot of people are seeing that and we're showing that internally with players as well. Like, Hey, like you're a great guy. You have a really good personality. I really think that, given the tools that we can give you, uh, you're going to be able to like carry this audience, you know, far beyond your career. You know, when you're 50, you're going to be able to have a 500,000 subscriber on YouTube that earns you X amount of dollars passively, you know, as opposed to having to do your local car commercials, which is totally fine. You could do that too, but uh, to be have like revenue that kind of exceeds beyond baseball, I think that's a really cool opportunity. We're in a unique digital age to be able to have these platforms for people. And I think the more and more people that realize that, I think that's how we change the culture is, is just people realizing that it's important to have a platform, especially in this day and age. Absolutely. And that, you know, that even extends into post-playing career um, opportunities because, you know, a lot of players don't really see that in the moment, you know, in the time that they're playing. So that would definitely uh, maximize that. And also one other point is, is that I was never really like a Trevor Bauer fan this year. And now all of a sudden I see everything that he's doing, you know, like with his vlogs and stuff. And then one day I turned on a Reds game to watch him pitch. In the middle, I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, I'm like I, I, never in my life would I ever turn on a Reds game. You know, I'm a Mets fan from Jersey. Like, why would I do that? And that's when I kind of clicked like, wow, this really works. You know what I mean? Like that it reaches 
you know, to a whole um, group of people. So you're absolutely right with that. And uh, last question I have for you is what's next for uh, momentum in terms of the future and the goals you guys have maybe in the next like couple of years, where, where do you guys uh, see yourself going? Yeah. So I would love to just be known as like the premier destination for uh, off field content for baseball. Um, I would love to have all of our content hosted kind of on our platform. I would love to have uh, more vlogs on our platform. That's kind of like the immediate future. Uh, we plan on, you know, having uh, more player follows, more uh, different types of content from, we have a guy playing the Mexican league right now in winter ball. Want him to like vlog that, show the insight of like what uh, Mexican baseball is like. Super interesting. Uh, have other players on our platform as well. Um, while Trevor is great um, and he's like really championing uh, momentum because he's obviously an owner in it. Uh, yeah. Would love to have more consistent characters in our platform, and I think we're getting there. It's just, uh, you know, it's a it's an uphill battle. There's a lot of competing forces, MLB and the whole culture around it uh, that may sway players into not wanting or not seeing exactly the the bigger picture about it. But yeah. uh, we, we have a few guys in mind that, you know, Mike Clevender is a great example. Um, he loves what we're doing and uh, you know, we love working with him. So uh, having an our having him in our platform more often, uh, I think will uh, provide a better base for momentum. So it's not just uh, Trevor, which it is more or less dominated by uh, Trevor's presence, which is fine. Um, but, you know, hopefully in the next couple of years, we're able to expand in different markets, uh, different players, and have that more consistently in our platform. Right. And, and, and real quick, those guys, like, that you want to reach on, like, you know, different stages, like, um, uh, like, like the Winter League you're talking about, do they all need, like, those cameras that, you know, that uh, Trevor uses, or, like, are those done by phone? Um, literally, whatever they have. I mean, they could basically shoot on an iPhone 4. I could really give, give a shit. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of that's, a lot of the focus on that isn't necessarily on like the cinematic quality. It's a lot about just the insight and like the cool access of like being in the clubhouse when like they win the Mexican world, the Mexican winter league world series or whatever they call it. Um, having like the champagne with like the iPhone or whatever. I think that's going to be super interesting. Uh, we actually have a vlog right now uh, with Hayden Cantrell. He's a Brewers prospect. Uh, yeah. got drafted this year. Uh, that's all shot on iPhone. Um, you know, taking the focus away from, cinematic value and just having like raw authentic content is a pretty big focus and obviously we're going to have you know our cinematic pieces um you know we're we have a few projects um that'll be more for like mainstream like hulu netflix type uh platforms that'll be coming up in the next couple of years but right. um for our youtube audience and social media you know i think uh, a lot of the younger uh folks care more about just these these cool vlogs because it's great insight. It's real. Um, no frills, just you get what you get and you get real reactions in real time. So, uh, just more of that. Just want to cover like all spans of content for whoever wants it. If you want to watch an hour and a half documentary on, you know, you know, whatever it is on Netflix. Sure. So we, we got that. If you want to watch 15 minutes of Trevor, you know, post game after he shoved 13 K's, uh, seven innings. We have that too. So just want to cover it all. Gotcha. Well, that's all I got for you. I really appreciate your time. Very generous to your time. And uh, it was really cool talking with you. Thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. Awesome. I'll uh, hopefully we uh, connect in the future and uh, best of luck. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Awesome. Thank you.